Kevin Hachichi. How we doing today, brother? I'm doing good, man. I got you. You talk about receipts, right? You take receipts on things. I got some receipts. Who you and Dion? You and Dion? <laughs> Me and Dion and the head coach of the Jets. I think uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um. So the other day, first of all, thank you all for being so uh such good fans on our Instagram pages. You guys get into arguments on there about like, dude, the uh the there's a Dustin Pedroia clip. We we talked about it on the show. It's got almost like a million views now. Like the, the, I don't know. And everybody's just arguing with each other about whether batting average matters. Batting average matters. Yeah, that's great. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Good. Now, but so the other day I put a poll question on because if, if everybody remembers on Friday, Sean got the ass a little bit with me, but in a fun way. <laughs> because I did not, I was not aware that my very dear, dear friend who was in my wedding party won an NCAA batting title and got yeah and got a uh, a handmade plaque from like a nine-year-old girl beautiful that's what they gave him. <laughs> from modell's from yeah. dick sporting goods the great that was the greatest greatest like rant sean ever went on now but i did the poll question okay first of all do you want to know the results they were like yeah i can, yeah i want to hear it 60 votes last time i saw it was 50 50. that's how it ended wait what's the question what's the question the question is oh, good good point <laughs> is Chinch a bad friend to Sean for not having known that he had won an NCAA bad time? <laughs> that was flat out, and it's a yes or no question. Now, my friends, my friends out there who like the internet and who like to go on there, what you may or may not know is if somebody puts a poll question up, that person gets to see <laughs> the votes. Are you serious? So I have so you in front of me. What dirtbag friends of yours are burying you? My, okay, so are mine, you know what it is? The people who say no, like I'm not a bad friend, are like, you know, like aunts and uncles and, and older people who like me. It's nice people. <laughs> Take a couple people who said, yes, I'm a bad friend. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah, give me them. Your boy Pops47, Tom Hume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hummer's the best. Like some guy named Dan Plesak says I'm a bad <laughs> friend. And you know, for some reason, this one hurt the most. Uh oh, Nikki Cass, man. Nikki Cass says I'm a. Oh, Nikki Cass is my boy. Nikki Cass, my boy. But thanks, Nick. I know, Nikki. I feel the same way, bro. I know you feel the same way too. (laughs) So Nikki Cass, I don't know. You're Nikki Cass is about as good on the internet as anybody in the country. (laughs) So I gotta think that Nikki Cass knew that I was gonna see that he voted yes. So I'm looking at you, Nick. I'm looking at you, man. Oh my God. I don't know what else to say about that. I hope you retweet this. That's good. <laughs> it's That's great. Seven hundred million views in, in this compared to you know, anyway. Nikki Cask. Nikki Cask post uh, him <laughs> tackling his garbage bag in the backyard. Eight hundred thousand views. You and I could post some of the greatest analysis ever. Eight hour, views. Hour and a half. Jim Leland interview gets yeah. dwarfed by by Nikki wearing a <laughs> wearing a pillow in his stomach, acting like your high school coach. <laughs> By the way, this is all great stuff. If you haven't seen, but that's because he's super funny. That's why, dude. Super the pizza, funny. the one pizza thing he does is like, hey, hey, what do you want? What do you want? Racks me up, dude. That is so New York, New Jersey. Like, yeah, it's so like, good. Wait, so no, no, I'll make you a fresh pie. Wait a half hour. Wait a half hour. I'll put it in right now. Just like no, remember? No, we don't got an ATM. You want an ATM? You got to go across the street. Go across the street. The ATM. So Come on back. He's so good, man. Anyway, it's so good. Oh. So there you go. So it was 50-50, but the celebrity sided with Sean, 
as as per usual and uh you know like my aunts and uncles and, and nieces and nephews voted that i'm not that i'm still a good friend that's that's, that's where so good <laughs> um, we do have more baseball news today right i'm having trouble. oh yeah dude no we got big baseball news today you know we were talking uh the giant we were talking about the giants with tim Morosi the other day about you know them missing out on guys especially missing out on judgy last year and then you know it looks like they looks like they put a you know, the rumor has it, you know, the little article came out. They said they they were right around $700 million too for Otani. But obviously the Dodgers end up winning out. Otani has a place there already, you know. Uh, you know, So whatever, his reasons are always reasons. But the Giants made another big push at him. Mm-hmm. Well, they just they just landed at least a, a nice free agent. Six years, $113 million to Jung-Hoo Lee, who, uh, who's only 25 years old. Um, in 2022, he hit over 340. Mm-hmm. Now, interesting, Chinch, because I think, you know, this is the kind of – this guy's the kind of player that um, is getting more appreciated in the big leagues now. Doesn't punch out a lot, can run a little bit, doesn't hit for a ton of power, like 23, 25 home runs, mm-hmm. but he's a good hitter. And I think that's, that's, the, that's the big thing. As we saw in the postseason, when you go up and down the Diamondbacks lineup, I mean, there was a couple times you're like, hey, they punched out twice as a team, mm-hmm. you know, two times, put the ball in play, put pressure on the team. Even Texas at times was putting the ball in play, you know, having tough at bats, you know, grinding out of bats. Mm-hmm. Like that player is, is coming back. Into the big leagues, as opposed to like, hey man, all outs are created equal. Just punch out two hundred mm-hmm. times, and that's a that's a good thing. Eh, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. You can have one or two of those guys in your lineup, maybe one. Right. But if you have a lineup full of guys that are punching out all the time, you're not going to win. Especially you're not going to win postseason. championships. You're not going in the. You're not going far in the postseason that way. Yeah, like you might get in, but you're not winning in the postseason. Yeah. By the way, so this guy. 3,947 career plate appearances in Japan and 304 strikeouts. That's pretty legit. And also, you, that's good numbers, right? It's good stat. Uh, Great, my, dude. <laughs> and by the way, remember, we had Morosi on the other day, and I, I asked him, and you jumped in. I'm like, if you're a power hitter, do you want to go to San Fran? And you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why not build your team? You know, years and years ago, I don't know if maybe – this is a, maybe a little bit before your time, but I remember when the Cleveland Indians, their ballpark was really big. Yeah. And so they built a team for the first couple of years before they moved their fences in around like, remember like a, not Darnold Coles, Alex Coles. They got a bunch of like burners who could get on base. And for a couple of years before they moved their fences in, they right. were more of a running team and a slap hitting team. And if you're the Giants, why not get an offense? If you like the D backs offense, the way they put the yeah. ball in play every time would play right. unbelievably in San Francisco, right? You'd be, right? you'd be running around the outfield trying to chase chase doubles. There's no dude, that, that outfield is so big. It's so Huge. big. And it's just like I said, it, the fact what Bonds did in that park. That's oh, freaky. It's uh, it's incredible, dude. Like that's not a good place to hit home runs. <laughs> Remember crazy. JT Snow when JT Snow went from candlestick to that place, I'm like, hey, I was How's it going here? He's like, it's going terrible. <laughs> He's like, I'm crushing balls to right center where my power yeah. is just, dude. That's like, I'm, I'm, I'm just even looking back when I went when I went to Comerica Park in in 2007. When I played a whole year there, dude. I hit like four homers. Mm-hmm. 
I my my power was right center in that gap. It just balls die there, dude. It's just it just you know, it just you're, you're, yeah. You're I, I remember when they when uh when they first opened Comerica, uh, they signed Juan Gonzalez. Remember to be no, like, no, he turned it down. No, but he wound up going there. Oh yeah, no, you're right. He turned it down. No, he didn't he get offered like big money, which was dumb on his part because he never got that money again. But they offered him over a hundred million back when those contracts weren't right. happening. And he said no, but then he went there for for one year and he hit 22 home runs. The years before that, he had 47, 42, 45, and 39. The ballpark matters, though. Yeah, it really does. The ballpark matters. It totally matters. And you should. And and also too, if you have young kids, like we talked about, David Wright going to City Field, like they they made City Field a, a place that David Wright oh, yeah. doesn't oh, hit oh, homers. Oh yeah. You basically ruined your team and your franchise player. Like that was. So dumb, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Oh, dude. Hey, uh, one up. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got an exciting one. I was to say one other thing on Jung Hoo Lee, dude. He's like a total bad ball hitter too. So like, not only is he put together good at bats, gets on base and stuff, he loves like you know he's got like that Vlad Guerrero Senior. Oh, cool. He has he has one video I saw a ball bounced. He hit a double on it. Nice. So like Each you know he'll bounce. expand the zone. His eye hand coordination must be incredible. Bat to ball. You know, so I think it's I think I think it's a nice sign for uh for the Giants and good for them for landing for landing uh, you know a free agent that's coveted. I agree. And two two more things. One on him, Morosi made a great point the other day. He goes, the cool thing about the WBC now is we as a, as as America get to see those uh from every every country, not just Japan, but you get to see them playing with the Major League Baseball, which is a little different in in, right. in um. And under like hardcore MLB rules where, you know, like kind of the way you play an MLB game. So I think that's another bonus for the WBC. I have a great one for you, dude. I've, I I didn't even mention this to you, but it just popped in my head. You're talking about ballparks. So Juan Soto did his uh, introductory press conference on Zoom, by the way, the other day. Right. Which is weird. But this is really cool. And it's almost like he listened to the mayor's office podcast, I hope. <laughs> Remember the other day? Probably not. <laughs> remember the other day i'm like oh he's gonna hit 40 home runs in, in in yankee stadium with that short porch in right field and you were like hold on hold on right that's the the, the gaps play big and everything it's a, it's a bigger park than it feels like right yeah. somebody asked him about that right field porch and soto goes no 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 i understand that that porch was short and he goes but i got here i got this contract for hitting the way i do and playing the way i do and he goes, and I'm not changing that just when I see that fence down a right field line. I was like, oh, man, that's Casey. There you line. go. That's cool, right? and, and you know what? You know what's funny, Chinch? That left field porch is not bad. Mm. You can get it out there. You you got to kind of, you know, it's not as far as ways. It's just right. the gaps play big, man. The gaps play big. Dead center plays big there. But I, so many nights I'm telling you, I'm like, oh, oh. You know, in the dugout, oh, oh, <laughs> you know, but there was a couple balls that were hit to the left. I remember Jake Bowers hit a towering high fly ball, like, oh, he's out. And the thing went out to left. So it, it'll be interesting what's if Soto, you know, that trajectory is more to like, you know, dead left as opposed mm. to that left center gap. But like I said, this guy's got big power, man. He can go out anywhere he wants to go out. Um, but but yet, I, one thing I realized about Yankee Stadium, just like playing at Fenway, man. When I played at Fenway in 08, bro, 
that is not a good hitter's park. Like <laughs> you, you think it is because of the monster, right? But for lefties, you have the pesky pole, which is sitting there probably about two eighty. Yeah. Oh, From 280 like, chance, I mean, it jets out to 380. Like, yeah. not in the gap, it jets out. So almost right fields like 380. So then you think a bit. We talked about Bonds in, in in San Fran. How about Big Poppy at Fenway, dude? Like to be a lefty there and to to really work. That's not. A, it's not like a home run friendly park. No, especially, dude, that that little gap like towards center field. That's like 600 feet away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, yeah, it's like four twenty, and that yeah, you know, just oh. yeah. it gets like it's like dangerous out there too. When the like the the, the right fielder has to like look oh, yeah. and then turn right. He has to have he has to have ways. He has to have ways in the outfield. <laughs> dude, remember, dude, how crazy was it that there was a freaking huge hill in center field in, in Houston? In, in Houston, dude. I remember Lance Burton well, went up the hill one catch. time and just. Yeah, he just that was one like, catch he made over the shoulder going up the hill was unbelievable. But, dude, he almost blew out both ACLs on that catch. Uh, that was terrible. That was incredible. Dude, the worst screen. was though when as a hitter you'd crush. When I've I crushed a couple out there, they're outs. The guys on the hill, you're like, is this freaking like eleven year old where you have like the one uh, middle school that's got a you know it's got it's got like the snow fence but it, it goes. <laughs> Up the hill, and you're like, you know, I'm like, is this the big leagues? Are we in uh, the 11 year old Johnson Park? They have a choo choo train. They have a choo choo train yeah. going out now. Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing? Got choo choo train in a hill in center field. What, what, what are we doing here? It was like a Cle- dude. You know what else that was like at Clemson, Clemson University of Clemson. I remember playing at the regional in '95. That it was like there was like a hill. Wow. I'm like, you're Clemson. Why? Why is there a hill going up in center? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> But speaking of ballparks, this is just total random stream of consciousness. But you know what is up? One of the most upsetting things to me about uh, the ballpark in DC for the Nationals, dude. They should have made that like Lincoln's left field, you know, Jefferson's right. home plate, and have like <laughs> have like the like the way like you see how Yankee Stadium has like it looks like almost or City Field especially has like the skyline of New York up on like oh yeah yeah the side of the thing. Dude, they should have had all the monuments. Should, you know, like they should have had an actual monument park, not like the Yankees, but like monuments, like the the Jefferson yeah. thing. Whatever. No, they, you're right. I agree. I they could have done. Do they could have done better. And by the way, Dude, the, that was the press box for that. The that is like 700 feet in the air. <laughs> I don't know if they moved it over the years, but I saw Strasburg his first game ever when he struck out like 16 guys, and we thought he was going to be Sandy yeah. Koufax. Dude, he looked like a an ant. We were up in a pre- me and Mike Connor were up in a press box with Tony Reale, the guy who does uh the guy who does around the horn. We yeah. watch a game and we're like, is this a strike? <laughs> Where are we? Where are we? <laughs> so um, anyway, dude, so- I, when I when I do the game sometimes in the booth, I've done them in, in Pittsburgh and but talking about Pittsburgh, dude, Pittsburgh's so far up there. Yeah. You in the booth, you're just basically watch the monitor. I've been meaning to ask you. Actually, that's a yeah. great question because Jess asks all the time. She goes, yeah. "How do they see? How do they see?" From there? And I'm like, "I think they just look at the TVs more." You have a monitor right next to you, dude. You're basically watching TV. You you, yeah. you can't really look down because you can't see what's going on. Yeah. And as a play by play guy, you have to obviously see the pitch, mm-hmm. and then you know they're giving you the replays on your screen. So you're you're not even watching the game. And if you're that high up, you're really not watching. So you know you, you don't even have a choice if you're that high up. Is is a game broadcast for you easier or more difficult than like an MLB tonight post game show? 
I think it's you know what you're in it more. So it's it's a, it's a different it's a different mentality when you're the play by play guy. You're in every pitch. That's true. And you're you're locking in. When you're ball. in the studio, you're kind of generally in the games. You know what I mean? So it's a, just a little different mentality because you have a couple uh, big moments in those post games on, in studio where you're like, you're on to the moments. Yeah. When you're doing play-by-play, play, you're really into the pitches. So, like, when you bring back a replay of an at-bat, you're like, man, look at this 2-2 cutter that just missed mm-hmm. on the edge. He didn't swing at it, but he comes back with the curveball, and look how he's ready for it. Like, you're not really talking like that. In the st- you're, you're talking like that in the studio, but not as in-depth yeah. Yeah, as you would point. be in a game. That's you true. know, the, the at-bats yeah, become, the pitches every pitch become more of a big bat. deal. Yeah. Dude, about, yeah. what about the no-hitter you called in, uh, with Matty? Oh, it was incredible, dude. Homer Bailey's no hitter with Matt Vasquez, my first game ever at MLB Network. So good, incredible. That was so good. You had the great that was awesome. The back ended, but you go, holy, holy God. Moses at the end. That was my dad's line. My dad's line. Holy Moses. <laughs> That's a great line. What does he look? He looks like uh, the guy from uh, Batman. That guy, the pitcher that threw the oh, Homer Bailey. Oh, he yeah. looks. Like... What the hell is that guy's name? Who played Batman? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. That's who he looks. Yeah. Dude, what, oh, no. about, what about Homer Bailey's career, dude? Like, what a Very weird, weird career. Yeah, pull up his, you know. pull up his stats. I mean, talk I'm, about going on a tangent here, but I like Homer it. Bailey, dude. Like, had a couple no hitters, got a over a hundred million dollar contract. Once he got his deal, his numbers were never the same. And then he, he just fell off the face of the earth after he got that hundred million dollar deal. He was like, "See, see you later." I'm looking at his stats. You know, he, he doesn't have amazing like. Well, first of all, uh, let's see, win loss. Eighty yeah, great, dude. He had incredible stuff. He had incredible stuff, and he always had good ERAs. But he was on some bad Reds teams, right? And then they tried to yeah. build it around him, dude. 2018 with Cincinnati, he went one in fourteen with a six oh nine. Wow, dude, he hit those two no hitters. He that was a guy that got paid for his stuff. Seriously, yeah, you're right. Oh man, the potential, the potential. Like, no, usually you are what you are. Even though if you throw a couple no hitters, you're usually you know what was his career ERA? Career ERA four fifty six. Four fifty six. So you're you're probably a four fifty six pitcher. I don't know. Yeah. And back then he got over a hundred million dollars for the Reds. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, before he got the contract, he was probably sitting at about a four four ERA, and then he had 2016, 17-18. His ERAs were six six five six four three and six oh nine. You can't even get away with that now when the team. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or like the steroid era, yeah. you couldn't even get away yeah. with those numbers. Which is yeah. absolutely not anything. Um, well, that was a good tangent. I like that one. Yeah, interesting. Homer Bailey. We haven't thought of that guy in a long time. Uh, um, all right. I don't know else. Oh, uh, we have our. Uh, what were we going to say about Shohei today? Oh, it's about Shohei. Oh no, we were gonna we were gonna talk about the Giants offered him seven hundred million. Oh, that's right, you nailed it. Yeah, yeah and they, and they, you know he ended up going to the Dodgers. So, yeah. but well, but so, like I said, the Giants got Jung Ho Lee. And hopefully that works out for yeah. them, man. They oh, need so. some. They need some bats. I know they, they try. Bats. They get an A for effort. They try every year. They try to get. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what, dude? They got to just keep hitting with the draft because you know you think about you're talking about they got bonds in that trade. So you're like, oh, the bond years. And then the, who was the Posey years? Right, right. So right. the bottom line is, you Lint, know, you're, you're hoping to get at, you know, not at some point get another superstar player. Yeah. If it's not through free agency, that's got to be through the draft. Yeah. What do you or, think? Or a big trade. So, oh, this was where kind of Otani spun into my head. What does Toronto do with all their money now? 
What are you doing if you're Toronto, right? Well, if I'm Toronto, man, I'm going after Yamamoto, and I'm going after I'm probably going after Bellinger, mm. because you know, listen, I, I, you know, I just feel like Bellinger would be an upgrade in the outfield, and maybe mm. maybe you could make Varsho a guy off the bench. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Varsho's great in the outfield, but so is Bellinger. You know what I mean? So, I guess you know the real question is. Do you bring a, if you brought a guy like Bellinger in now you now you're talking about him being your franchise guy, and you have Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Bichette there. So what are you doing with those guys? So there's mm-hmm. just a lot of question marks right now for yeah. the Blue Jays of where are you going with Guerrero and Bichette because they haven't signed long term yet, and if you sign Bellinger, you're now saying he's one of your franchise guys. Yeah. So it's just interesting. Uh, interesting. Yeah, it's just interesting to see where they're at right now. Yeah, a uh, report last night, we didn't talk about this, uh, the Mets are are really in, in it for Blake Snell. Wow. The question is, is if they get uh, a Japanese import, do you go for Snell too? Yeah, wow, that would be awesome. I don't know if you can afford to. Well, yeah. somebody paid somebody $700 million, so I guess. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Stevie Cohen can afford whatever he wants. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Stevie Cohen could afford Yamamoto and Snell and and you imagine he pays people out of pocket sometimes if you write them on you think he would like can you just write a quick check just write a quick check and be like a, like a personal check three years yeah like yeah, a yeah. personal check like <laughs> kind of cool. yeah. anyway well that's interesting well, we're still in a good place i'm surprised nothing's really happened yeah. i would yeah. think maybe well there's a, I, I i take this into account there's a jewish holiday going on right now christmas uh, is like it is a very strange time, but don't you as a player, you want to be like settled in and done before like the new year or it doesn't not really not, not if I'm waiting, not if I'm waiting on getting uh for Yamamoto and these guys to fall uh, th- th- talks about two Dodgers and talks to acquire glass now and Margot from the Rays. Wow. Ken, Ken Rosenthal, I believe reported that. That's wow. Funny. That would be, that would be a big one. You add glass now and Otani to that rotation. Obviously Otani's <laughs> a missed year, but I mean, that's pretty good. So, Chichi, awesome stuff, dude. Yeah, dude. Awesome stuff. Um, we'll see what happens with uh, with that. That could be that could be a big talk tomorrow because it also said the Dodgers are eyeing at Yamamoto and Hater too. Come on. <laughs> I mean, at some point, it's not fair anymore. Like, uh, we'll see, dude. They're ready. Hey, they're all. They didn't get anybody last year, dude. They're all in this year to get tons of people. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, buddy. Have all right, bro. Love you, man. Have a great rest of the day. Everybody out there, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.